Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good morning. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we are your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us. We are broadcasting today from beautiful, sunny Sioux Falls, South Dakota. How's it going, Chris? Going well. How are you, Heather? Doing good. Yeah. Enjoying this long fall. Yes, yes. We've had falls where it was like a week and then (laughs) goodbye. (laughs) Our springs have been that way lately, so I'm I'm grateful for, uh, yeah. I am too. I am too. Enjoying it. Well, before we get too far into our show, let's get started with a prayer. Sounds good. Name Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Glorious Father, I pray that I will stay focused on you today. I pray that you will constantly remind me to be in content in all of my circumstances. I pray that you will fill me up, that I may be joyful all day, even if stress seeps in. I know that through my contentment, you will be glorified. I want to honor you, Father, in all that I do. I praise your holy name. Amen. Amen. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So, what is happening? We haven't been on for a while. A couple months. I know. So, I do love fall. Um, <laughs> I, I suspect it's because my birthday is in the fall, but I, I, I oh, like it to, is. Yeah. But I think I, lo- I love every season. Um, you'll, so, the big five zero this year? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, two years away. Two years away. Oh, that's closer than I thought no I was. Shape. What? <laughs> I didn't think you were that old. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's a compliment. Um, so you're familiar with this. I'm, I'm, I'm behind you a year this way. Our oldest is a senior in high school, mm-hmm. uh, and she's we've done a couple college visits, a couple to go, um, and one she wants to visit is in Arizona. Oh uh, my But gosh. she, uh, my our daughter is, um, she likes the seasons. She's from South Dakota, yeah. and she likes, and so she's a little like. Little like unsure. Part of it's like going going away. The whole th- maybe I want to go away and get yeah. away from. And that's not just I can drive home over the weekend. Correct. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but I, I I do wonder if she'll like. She's already. T- I don't, she doesn't want to live there. Live there like forever. Maybe just a college uh, experience and then come back home. But I do. I also love the yes. season. All all every. Yeah. I, I miss it when we when one of them's short. Um, but that's just the glory of God's creation, right? I mean, right. I was thinking about yesterday, beautiful fall morning, and what makes fall different than spring? Like one little thing with the uh, the leaves skittering across the pavement. Yes. You know, that just that sound. Like that's yes. obviously a fall sound yes. that you don't get. And I love being able to walk outside and smell people's wood-burning fireplaces. Yeah, yeah. Starting up for the first time, yep. you know, for the winter. Yep. I love that smell. Yep. That's perfect. So every one of the seasons, I, I, I rejoice. I mean, obviously, God's created every part of the earth, even those parts that don't have seasons, but I'm thankful. I grew up with it, probably, yeah. but I'm thankful for seasons. So what is your reaction as a father... When your child says, hey, I want to go far, far away. You know, I put my parents to the same thing, so I, <laughs> I, I'm, 
Because okay. you went to Ohio, right? Because I went to Ohio. Yeah, right. yeah, Eastern Ohio. From Minnesota. From Minnesota. So, yeah, I, I, my <laughs> wife, who's from Ohio, uh, Jermaine, laugh, would laugh when I f- she first heard this. But I, I, I would tell people, yeah, I'm going to go to school on the East Coast. Because from, yeah, so <laughs> our, our, our silent sidekick in the studio here, Teresa Curley, is laughing right now because she's from the Carolinas. Um, but for a central Minnesotan, Ohio, eastern Ohio, Steubenville is, is like, it's only six hours from the coast. That's, that's basically That's basically the coast, isn't Absolutely. it? I mean, six hours to get to the coast. Well, because yeah, anyway. it takes us six hours to get to the other side of our state. Right, so. right. <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah. So, um, I went a ways away. When I told my mom that I was thinking about going to Steubenville, she started to cry. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. My mom would have danced for joy. (laughs) So, the fact that Elena's thinking about going, what is, I think, like 1,600 miles drive drive distance to uh, Arizona, doesn't, I'm okay with that. You're okay It's just an Allegiant flight away. That's true. That is very true. That is very true. So... As a father, do you pray about these things with your children? Um, I'd certainly pray for them. And to some degree, yeah. I mean, we, for, for many, many years, the Bergwald prayer ritual in the evening um, includes things that were, well, what are you thankful for and what are you praying for? Uh, I don't know that's come out of her mouth, though. We yeah, talk about, you know, ask, ask God where he wants to go. And I get the yeah. teenage. <laughs> I know. That's my, my, my daughter's favorite line. I know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So big things are coming up soon. Yep. In our diocese of Sioux yep. Falls. So tell us all about it. Uh, I was going to try to come up with something that isn't vague and make it the big thing, <laughs> but I won't. So we have, we have on the Friday, the 29th, we have the St. Joseph Family Festival at the Sioux Falls Convention Center, which is just going to be a great way during this year of St. Joseph for, for families to come together and um, all sorts of fun activities to celebrate the, uh, the year of St. Joseph. And then all day the next day, um, Saturday, October 30th, through God's love. We were, we were, it's called a conference, but, but we've been talking about it more lately as an event. Because no. conference can Why? imply because conference can imply <laughs> that you're just going to be sitting in your chair all day listening to yeah great speakers but just sitting and taking everything in and there's so much more to mm. through the through God's love event than just sitting and listening to yeah great speakers they will be great speakers but you're just saying that because you're one of them <laughs> I am I am but a mere breakout speaker that's all that's all I am. <laughs> Uh, no, keynote Bishop Donald DeGrood, who will be on later this morning with us uh, here in Real Presence Live. Bishop DeGrood, um, uh, Father Jeff Lorg from the Archdiocese of Oham, we are closing keynoter, but Emily Leadham will be our amazing MC, a women's panel, men's panel, other great breakout speakers besides myself. Uh, <laughs> but but then, then, then we have mass, we have adoration, we have vendors, we have in the evening praise and worship uh, with prayer teams and confession, um, time for conversation. So th- the point of, of this event is for people anywhere, but particularly in our diocese, to to come together with hundreds of other Catholics from around the region to think, to listen, to discuss, to dream, to discern, how can I respond to this this 
vision, which I call a rallying cry that Bishop DeGroote has presented to us from the Lord, lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. What does this mean for my life? What does this mean for our family? What does this mean for our parish? What does this mean for our community? What does this mean for our state? Um, To dream, to discern, what does this look like? Um, That's not just sitting around listening to great speakers. Right. That's like being engaged. Right. So it's, it's akin. It's not the same thing. Well, so at, we'll have mass that morning. And at mass, right, there are no spectators. We're all participants. So it's fall, football. We're, 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 nobody's, nobody should be, if you will, in the stadiums. We're all on the field. Um, right, right. at mass and and that's the, that's true and in a similar way for this event um, when you're sitting there when people are listening to a keynote speaker or one of the breakout spe- speakers the, the to be engaged what does this mean for my life what does this mean for my family what does this mean for my parish my community what does this mean for my diocese uh, as we bring this vision to life in our hearts in our homes in our parishes in her diocese. Well, and I feel like um, it's not just our diocese that's doing rallying cries. I oh, feel absolutely. like other dioceses are. Well, Why do you think that is? Well, be- because all of this is a response to the call of the new evangelization, which is uh, some people are ge- people are like jokingly, well, I think jokingly saying, what was wrong with the old evangelization? <laughs> Um, and it's been new for quite a while. And it's been new. So is it really new? I feel like it's it's probably more like getting middle age, isn't it? I mean, um, I wish I was as young as the new. Right? <laughs> it's it's older than me. It is older than me. It is. It that's is older what than I, you. That's what I find interesting. But it, but it's it's for a, a, what is still a new circumstance in life. That, I mean, it, if, to be honest, in the, the 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 time scale of the church, it's like a newborn. I mean, it was the new evangelization was just. Just yeah. born, uh, if you will, in, the, in the, 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 the life scale of the church. So um, talk about when it was born. A late 70s. Well, 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 no, no. Named late 70s. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. Was it JP2? Yeah, JP2. But, but it has its origins, um, I'd say Vatican II. I was going to ask. I was going to say Vatican II. Paul VI never used the term new evangelization, but he then spoke along the lines of we need to proclaim the gospel. And I mean, Vatican II in many ways was about how do we proclaim the gospel today in a more fruitful way. Yeah. So in many ways, and we just celebrated the 59th anniversary of the beginning of Vatican II um, last week. Hmm. Uh, Last Tuesday. Day, maybe last wow. week sometime <laughs> last week it was last tuesday today's the 19th right final answer it was last tuesday that is my final answer um so this the, yeah so uh so how the way it's articulated in our diocese lifelong catholic missionary discipleship through god's love other dioceses are articulated differently but this is all a response to the new evangelization how every one of us who are baptized have been called by god and gifted by god to draw closer to him ourselves but then to bring others along with us as we draw closer to him not just when we die but in our daily lives and to experience the joy and the peace, the purpose. And that's all what's, that's what salvation is um, to experience all that comes from the rela- personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We want that for ourselves. And if it really is what we say it is, we want to share that with others. Yeah. Um, so along those lines, oh, great. That's the look. So, <laughs> that's the pop about, quiz look. <laughs> now, 
<laughs> well, yes, there was, there's a, you are right. There is a pop quiz coming. I mean, there's no, oh, there is a pop quiz coming. So uh, September 23rd, September 23rd, okay. 7.25 in the morning, uh, I got a call from my, well, it was the, my three oldest kids were together. They were on their way to school. Um, and it was, it was Noel today, whose who's feast day is today, St. Noel Chabonel. Uh So Noel called me, Dad. Dad, guess where we just were? Oh, happy birthday. But guess where we just were? So it was my birthday. But the thing, Noelle was not calling me on behalf of her siblings to wish me a happy birthday. Noelle was calling me, asking me, guess where we just were, Dad? September 23rd. No idea. Here in Sioux Falls on September 23rd. September 23rd, 2021. Uh, was a notable, notable, day in the, notable day in the history of Sioux Falls because that's the day when our first Chick-fil-A opened. <laughs> and so far, only Chick-fil-A. But I'm sure there will be more to come. But my kids were among those people who waited in line, not at 3.30 in the morning, but they were probably there by 7, to get Chick-fil-A. The lines are still crazy. They are still crazy. <laughs> Elena, our oldest, uh, she said a friend was waiting in line and so counted like 100 cars on a, one weekend. For a couple chicken. Weeks ago. For, for, for fast food chicken. It is good chicken. Eat more chicken. Um, yeah, it is good chicken, but to wait. <laughs> so, 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 but it's not about the Chick-fil-A. It's about the fact that my daughter was so excited she had to tell me where she just was. When was the last time I or any of us left mass and called to me guess where i just was guess where i just left i was at mass and i received jesus in the eucharist i don't do that yeah but that's what an evangelist does my daughter was a chick-fil-a evangelist about three four weeks ago uh because she was somewhere she had an experience that was okay yeah maybe not deep but it's it impacted her and she wanted to tell somebody else about it Right. That's what the new evangelization is all about. That's what the diocesan vision in South Dakota, lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love, is all about. And that's what this event, aka conference, is all about. Saturday, October twentieth. We'll talk about it more uh, in a little bit. Saturday, October twentieth, through God's love, Sioux Falls Convention Center. You can find out more details. It's the twenty no, the 30th, 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 30th. I said 20th. Yeah, Sorry. that's tomorrow. 30th. Are you ready for 30th. tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're ready to go. It's going to be like an octave. People are going to be there showing up. waiting. <laughs> Where's Bishop DeGroote? Um, uh, sfcatholic.org slash TGL. Is it through God's love? Through God's love. Okay. sfcatholic.org slash TGL. All right. We're going to take a quick break. More with Dr. Chris Bergwald when we come back. I'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, We want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA, or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our planned giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 
2904503. Let's get started. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com. Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in the local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Online at realpresenceradio.com. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. You're not just my guest. I'm not just a guest. <laughs> You're treating me like a guest. I know. I'm asking you all the questions. I know you are. This is the host banter se- session or section or Portion of segment. Portion Segment, segment. There we go. We get there eventually. Eventually we'll get there like we're professionals or something. So we're talking about the new evangelization, which we've talked a lot about over the last 59 years. <laughs> Pert near. Pert near. So I wanted to ask you, in this day and age, though, um, when it comes, I think a lot of people, I have several questions, but I'll start with this one. People tend to think that a lot of these types of evangelization activities need to stem from their parish priest. Oh. So talk about the importance in this day and age especially on how important it is for the layperson to step up. Uh, I have a question for you. Why do you say in this day and age especially? Because our numbers of priests are way down. Oh, oh, oh okay. Just from that perspective. Yes. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, because for that very pragmatic reason, uh, it's harder to spread the gospel when you've got less workers in the vineyard. Sure. But the truth of the matter is that the workers of the vineyard have always included the laity. In fact, um, I mean, when I use the workers in the vineyard um, <coughs> metaphor, I wasn't even thinking of this, but maybe the Lord was. St. John Paul II, when he wrote his um, apostolic exhortation, on the role of the Christian lay faithful in the in the life of the church in the world, Christopher um, Slaichi, he he starts that document, that beautiful text, with exactly that 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 parable of Jesus's, where Jesus, uh, where the where the it's not Jesus, um, it's it'd actually be the Father, um, but where the owner of the vineyard goes out into the marketplace throughout the day, and says to workers who are work, looking for work, you too go into my vineyard. I'll hire you. You go into my vineyard. You go into, and 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 near the end of the day, like in our terms, like American uh, work, he goes out at um, four forty-five in the afternoon. You too, too go into my vineyard. And John Paul II makes the point that, that 
for his purposes in this document, what the point of that parable is, is that everybody is called to go into the Lord's vineyard, to work alongside the Father in the work of proclaiming the gospel. Everybody, meaning all of the baptized, meaning not just father or sister or bishop or pope, but everybody, including, obviously, the laity. Even if you're late in getting there. Even if it's 459, you can still punch in. Yeah, and the thing about the parable is, guess what? You're going to get the same uh, wage as the person who's been slaving away since every 6 a.m. How unfair is that? Every time I hear everybody, it, I'm always everybody's annoyed. a little grumbly, grumbly. Uh, and what's the Lord say to that? Don't worry about it. Are you? <laughs> don't worry about it. None of your business. <laughs> that's that's the uh, Brooklyn translation of the parable. Um, are you jealous because I am generous? You, I gave you what I proposed. Yeah. Which I is did. everything. I didn't cheat you out of anything. You were not cheated about anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is no overtime pay, though. You know, that's a, that's, we got a, the peanut, peanut gallery. gallery chimes in by text because they're unafraid to turn the mic up, but that's another story. <laughs> Yeah, so all of us are called. Um, all of us are called to go into the vineyard. There is a pragmatic thing, but this has been this has been um, a call to the baptized ever since they were baptized right. from the beginning of the church. Right. And I think too. So people hear this like, oh, I can't do that. Like I, I don't have the doctorate in theology. I don't work for. Uh, professionally for a, an apostolate. I'm like not going to be that station. person in the checkout line. Have you found Jesus? Or that, that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be annoying or weird. Um, here's the thing, though. My, my favorite, so again, from Scripture, for some time now, my favorite passage from Scripture to speak to this fear is John chapter 4 and the story of the Samaritan woman at the well. Mm-hmm. You know the story, Heather? Where she never actually gives Jesus a drink of water. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Way to focus on the essential. Or that's, that's the, the mom in me. <laughs> He's thirsty. Just give him a drink already. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what else do you remember from the from that account, that, uh, that episode, Heather? Well, that he says that he will give her... Who is she? She is from uh, the bad clan, and he shouldn't even be talking to her. That's how I rationalize it in my brain. So she's a Samaritan. That is Jews the don't talk to Samaritans. The bad clan. She's the backwaters. Uh, shouldn't even be heretics. talking to her. Um, she's a Samar- woman. She's a Samaritan woman. So what's he doing talking to her? Why is she out drawing water at the well in the middle of the day in the blazing sun? Because she's an outcast. Why? I forget why. Because she's been married six times, and the man she's with five times, and the man she's with now is not her husband either. Right. So she's a woman of ill repute, um, and so she's an outcast among her people. And here, here a Jews talking to her. Uh, but what happens after, as a result of this encounter with this Jewish guy? She's transformed, and she runs back into the village. You've got to go out to the well and meet this man. I think he might be the Messiah. He told me everything I ever did. Yeah, and then she becomes the biggest cheerleader. Exactly. <clears throat> she didn't go off and earn a certificate in the new evangelization. <laughs> 
She didn't get a doctorate in sacred theology. She told people about Chick. I mean, about Jesus. Sweet. She told about about this this man that she had this encounter with, and she's compelled uh, as a result of this experience to tell other people's about other people's other people about him, even though she is an outcast among those same people. She doesn't care. You've got to meet this guy. Go out there. And then they go out and they come to believe. Um, initially, they won't because of her, but then she, we believe, they t- say to her, we no longer believe because of what you said. We believe because we've encountered him ourselves. That's the goal. So they're attracted by her excitement. Yep. Find out for themselves. Exactly. So what's the connection here to the Through God's Love event on October 30th, not 20th, 30th? Um, <laughs> So we're all called to do this, and the Lord has given... So going back to the fear thing. Listen, the, the Lord doesn't... It's not like he kicks us out of the nest. Good luck, flap, flap, little birdie, otherwise you're going to crash and go splat. No, the Father's not like that. He, he does call it... He does call us out of our comfort zones, but he gives us everything we need, and, and he is with us. So... We're called to go forth. He's given us everything that we need. So what does this look like? That's what the point of the conference is. What does it look right. like for me, Joe Jane Catholic, no formal education um, in the faith, no experience. I'm not a professional evangelist. Uh, okay, maybe you're not a professional in the sense that you don't get paid to do this on a daily basis, but you've given every... You listener have been given everything that you need by the sacramental life of the church by the father who loves you he's given you everything you need to respond to this call uh in our diocese to foster a culture of lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through god's love he's given you everything you need to draw closer to him and to bring others along with when you do so so this day is okay but i have no what does this look like that's what this event that's what this day long event Mm -hmm. is all about to hear and then begin to imagine to talk with others what does this look like for us and our family what does this look like for me in my household what does this look like for our parish whatever whether you're coming um uh, as a priest or a deacon or a layperson or religious doesn't matter um, what does this look like for me, for us? That's what this event is all about. As we are called to respond to this vision from the Lord through our shepherd, the bishop, that's what this day is all about. So the, for the folks out there that um, are YouTube savvy, they like to go on and, and watch Catholic Views yeah. or... Ignition. My, ignition. <laughs> she says was the laugh. <laughs> That I was going to go with Father Michael Schmitz. You know, and they learn a lot by watching things online. Why go to a live event? What, what, does, it oh. what does it matter? Because we're an incarnational faith, because we're with other people, but because this will be an opportunity for us, um, especially, especially. So, yeah, we, COVID's certainly not over. We're still dealing with the Delta variant, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, but for those who are healthy and comfortable, this will be, there will be hundreds of people together, together, brothers and sisters, uh, together, <laughs> together, um, dreaming, discussing, discerning. And there's, there's something really about, powerful. you know what, why do I go to a concert? What I can, li- frankly, I can get a better, uh, a, a better listening experience by just 
uh, putting on the, the, the CD or the, the file on my radio or, or my, my whatever. Why, why, why go to a game when I can get a better view from and more comfortable view from my yeah. couch on the TV? Because there's something about being with people doing something. There's another level of the experience. And that's how it's meant to be. We're, we're body and soul creatures. We're be- meant to be in community, in communion with one another, one another and with our God. So when you come together right now, <laughs> faithfully. Anyway, uh, uh, there's something, there's something, and we all know it. There's something yep. different when there you're is. together. There is. That's why I think it's so important when you see that your diocese is putting on something. Like I know the Thirst Conference is happening the exact same day, but that's up in Bismarck. Check out your local area yeah, and go. If exactly. you've never been, exactly. go. Exactly. I promise it doesn't hurt. Amen. So, any last thoughts? Where can people sign up for these great events? Do they need to sign up for the festival? Uh, festival is free. You don't need to RSVP uh, because we are serving lunch um, through God's love. We do need uh, a, a, a meal count, so pe- okay. folks do need to register. But um, otherwise, the St. Joseph Festival, you can just show up? You can just show up for that uh, for through God's love, sfcatholic.org slash TGL. 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 All right. Any last thoughts before we go to break? We look forward to seeing you Saturday, October 30th, Sioux Falls Convention Center, sfcatholic.org slash TGL. <laughs> you talk so fast. sfcatholic.org slash TGL. Perfect. That was great. Thanks. It's like you're in a contest. Do you know that? That's right. I'm, all those little <laughs> things you have to get in. <laughs> all right, folks. We're going to take another quick break. And then when we come back, Jermaine Little Bear is going to be on with us to talk about a feast day that's happening today. So Ooh. stay tuned. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live right after this. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 